All right, here we go. Hello, and welcome to the Two Ball Brothers on a Microphone podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I am here with Tommy Ryan, the other Ryan brother. Hey, Tommy, how's it going? It's going well. It's always a good day when we get to speak to Owen Allen. Yes, it is. It hey, is. Owen, Owen, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good. It's good to see you guys. I'm, uh, I'm in the lobby of the Bellevue Hyatt in Washington. We've got a I, you guys probably heard I joined a company called Zones, and we've got a sales conference going on this week, and so I'm uh, I'm double duty here. I'm, I'm doing a podcast before the sales conference, so thanks for inviting me on. Absolutely. Well, thanks for for meeting up with before the conference. I appreciate you uh, you doing that. So, um, just to get us kicked off here, um, um, what is Zones? Tell me more about what who Zones is and sort of what your role is at Zones. You know, you know, Zones is a fun little place. It's um. It's 30 years old, if you can believe that. Oh, wow. um, if you remember the magazines, the Mac Connection and the PC Connection, that mm-hmm. was where Zones got started. And so, and I remember, I, 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 I remember buying floppy disks and, and sleeves of CD-ROMs from, from these guys when I, when I was younger. So it was, uh, so these guys, they moved from a catalog company into uh-huh. doing everything for IT. Um, we... It's crazy what we do for IT. We're lifecycle management for IT. Okay. People buy, they buy machines, they buy servers, they buy equipment. We stage it, we deliver it, we ship it all over the place. And along with the transition from physical products to the cloud, a few years ago, Zones moved into a cloud services business. And I recently joined them about six months ago as a principal solution architect for Office 365. Nice. Helping build their Office 365 business. And so we have a set of solution architects and a set of consultants, and we work with the salespeople to close sales and, uh, and mm-hmm. try and move the world towards Office 365. It's really a fast-paced and, uh, and busy uh, mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. And you're, um, when we first started working together way back in the early days... You, oh, yeah. were at, you were at Microsoft, and um, I still I'll have to I have to tell you this. Recently, I've been doing uh, working with Tommy on some cornerstone content for our website, so creating guides, and actually yep. picked up the old our old white paper on the benefits of SharePoint. SharePoint as an application uh, platform. Yeah. Yes, yes. I I looked back through it's, that. It's my favorite. <laughs> One of my favorites. Well, I love the. Um, and it's one of those things I keep th- thinking, and I know how it's gonna. It would take a long time to do, to do, but I just loved one of the diagrams that you had in the back about the different products and the different industries and what where they were, what what were what uh, products were addressing what, and that was a really good. I enjoyed uh, doing that with you. It was, it was a great um, great little venture that we had together with that. Uh, you know, with uh, YouTube brothers and with myself, we have seen a lot in yeah. this SharePoint journey that, yes. the, that the world has been going on. And, and those definitely were good times. And, you know, when SharePoint 2010 was being form that mm-hmm. it, and it, and it ruled for six years, seven years. It's, I mean, you still find so are on SharePoint 2010. However, I, Sort of support, and uh, in a few years, and more and more companies are moving now to Office 365 and right. SharePoint Online, 
is becoming such a solid platform now finally that it's taken the it's taken the the mantle of being yeah. where you should be developing your collaboration and your productive work applications yeah yeah and we're seeing the same thing I, i'm surprised how much sharepoint 20 and and that instead of them moving to the next version of sharepoint or going to sharepoint 2019 i'm um, seeing a lot of move from 2010 to the cloud it's very yeah when you put that in combination with the windows 7 end of life and the office 2010 end of life that are both happening here this year um that is providing a large impetus for companies to move and to rethink this and they might as well rethink and do all of this uh at the same time oh yeah absolutely we had a um more recently we've been talking to a lot of companies who um are building products. I think over the last couple of years, a lot of uh, there's been a lot of SharePoint intranets in a box that have been developed um, to sort of add on top of what what's being put out by Microsoft. And it's been interesting to see those come along. And um, we're that part of we when we first started talking, we're talking about Sam Marshall and some of the um, what he's seeing in the marketplace and where things are going. And uh, I'll tell you, to be honest with us, we're having. Uh, you know, we're having difficulty enough trying to keep up with what Microsoft is putting out there um, and just then trying to take that and also the other products that are, seem to be developing alongside of uh, what's coming out. You know, I think it's so hard just to achieve the level of mastery and knowledge and familiarity that we had over the last it, that it felt like we were able to have over the last 15 years with products. And yeah. it's hard to transition ourselves as professionals to a place where we're like, hey, we need to, we need to work more real time and, and uh, just in time consulting, right? Because yeah. Yeah. things change so much. If we take the time to, to change all of our processes and all of our documentation every time Microsoft does, we'll never ship. Yeah. And so, and so, we have to ship as fast as possible. And by shipping, I mean your consulting processes, our consulting processes. We have to, we have to keep shipping and keep adjusting. We can't, we can't stay. Uh, we can't try and pretend we're ahead of it, like yeah. uh, like we used to. Yeah. And, and that means customers have to do that too. And we have to change how we talk to customers, and how we train salespeople. Oh my gosh, that's one of the challenges I have here. Is We've got wonderful salespeople here at Zones, but they've been selling in a certain model, and now we've got to get teach them how to sell with cloud services that are changing yeah. all the time. Talk about user adoption. How about salesperson adoption? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's nah. a it's a different collaborate. It's a different style of collaboration. Yeah, yeah, it's a, and we've been we've been. Um, We've been really trying to uh, how we're engaging. We've had conversations about this for this year, which is we want to engage in sales the same way we deliver. And so we're very early on in the sales process. We're trying to give them a taste of how sort of how delivery goes. And so we've been um, even recently been getting people more involved in Microsoft Teams and sort of how we're collaborating with the client is really a part of our differ differentiation between other service providers out there as well. Yeah, and I think also with things changing so frequently, there is a lot of just-in-time um, 
calibration to where things are at because what you say today um, back in the past when there were three-year cycles of updating SharePoint you could say something and it stayed true for you know, <laughs> a year two years three years but now you can say something and it can be false you know three days from now um, with something that gets released or changed in the platform so I, I think you, you have to approach it with let's embrace what's there, but understand the general direction and something that you don't like today. Be careful in trying to invent the wheel around solving that problem because the innovation at Microsoft is so quick that you're going to see that come on board and we just need to have a sense of when is it coming so we know how to time how to solve a problem today that is cost effective and um, keeps in mind where Microsoft is going. And that can be tricky. Um, but I think it's exciting to be able to see a roadmap and don't feel like you're stuck with where you are today, that you can see where things are coming in the next quarter or two within the roadmap. Yep. You know, that you're absolutely right. And that it makes you know, it harder. I, I, Go ahead. No, go ahead, Owen. It, it makes it harder for software companies to deal with this. A service company at least can react and change their processes more flexibly than a product company. Take the product, the portals in a box that you're talking about. Two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, there was a big enough gap that they can invest in it right now. But now Microsoft is pushing stuff out. Are any of them still invest? Are they creating new Portland box companies? So Sam Marshall did say in his report that he had another 20 or so new companies this last year, and he expects there'll be more companies shipping this next year. But I've, but from what I'm seeing there, they're not complete. Their methodologies, their approaches, their collections yeah. of pre-built web parts that are yeah. that, that are fashioned together and joined a little bit. But boy, I think I, I'm, I'm tempted and I haven't done the numbers here, but I'm tempted to say that you can take what Microsoft is doing out of the box and you can meet 80 percent of what yeah. those companies are doing. And, and it's just the final fit and finish that you're paying for. Right. Heck, I don't think there's a business model there anymore because of what Microsoft has been doing. And so ISVs have a much different yeah. situation when they're looking at that kind of they have to be thinking more they have to be looking rhythms ahead of microsoft not just what are the gaps today it's a harder business yeah yeah and, and what i'm seeing in in the market is yeah i think it's crescent where it's not making as much sense to try to bridge that gap and provide an overlay to office 365 because of all the capabilities that are coming on board and what's becoming more real within the modern experience. I, I'm seeing some of these internet in the boxes, they're trying to broaden their applicability that they're thinking we're more than just an internet portal overlay. We, we have capabilities that integrate with other platforms or we have our own platform where they realize that they they might not be able to out innovate Microsoft and they have to have some unique, maybe um, uh, focus segment that they have to go after because they can't do that broad internet in the box because there's not the, as much pain 
as there was, say, two years ago. Yeah. And this, this, this probably isn't a good time, but part of the reason why we were calling you, Owen, was to announce that we have a new SharePoint internet in a box. <laughs> two, two bald brothers and an internet. Two bald brothers in a yeah, box. What are you going to call it? It's called Three Point. It's called Three Pointer. Three Pointer. Um, Okay, coming in from downtown (laughs) yeah that that, that's our tagline coming in from downtown no it's it's been um you know as there's but oh and there's been a lot of services companies who've who've tried to who've dabbled into creating their and that and i think uh, a part of that report um that sam did one of the nice one of his um graphics that he created was you know which ones were accelerators which were more products and really Try to differentiate what were people putting out there because i mean i think and i say that i ju- uh, sort of joke around but you know we look at um if we're going to do a um an intranet right now on sharepoint online we have a lot of things that we would bring to the table but we're not going to call it a product <laughs> we're going right. we're going we're with their practices there's things we've developed already in the past but it's we i think tommy and i have already, we've learned our lesson of, far, of mixing services business with the product business and it's like we've got a you know, we're we're really. I think if if Microsoft wasn't innovating in this place, we we we'd have to maybe continue, maybe focus in on a um, a solution that's out there and really get deep and heavy with it. And I I think we are. We are already like we've had. Um, we met up with your friends over at Akumana and continued to develop relationships with them because it it is more of a it's a platform type of approach and more of something that I think will will have a place that it needs to be in the future. But a lot of, we're running into on client sites, a lot of them, uh, people who have put these solutions into play and we're thinking that they're, they're I don't know how long they're gonna be there. <laughs> Let me put it that way. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Acumina's approach. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed my time working with them. And Acumina um, has treated SharePoint as a platform rather than treating the home pages as a as a canvas yeah uh and and a lot of these internet in a box companies are treating are just using sharepoint as a canvas to do the fan to do the the assembly yeah uh and the the fit and the finish but 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 akumina is using sharepoint as a data store and a permission store and and then is able to push the data anywhere maybe to a sharepoint page or maybe external and i think that's a good that's a good approach uh, yeah. for the future yeah. and for building apps. If you have to build an app that you can then maintain, and that's your long-term services business. Yep, absolutely. So I sent over some questions, um, some different topics. Were any of those, do they, any of them jump out to you or anything that you'd love to discuss here or catch up on? They were mainly collaboration related, um, but just wanted to see if there's a, uh, uh, anything you'd like to, any maybe trends that you're seeing with collaboration or anything, uh, insights that you'd like to share w- with us? My favorite thing right now is to go to salespeople and go to cl- customers who have recently um, decided that they need to migrate to the cloud mm-hmm. and enter into a super long conversation about the word collaboration and the word digital workplace. Yeah. Those words are so overloaded and so academic right now yeah. that yeah. their purpose has been served. And now it's all about how do we work better? It's just simply 
better. So I don't even actually try and avoid using the word collaboration in the digital workplace now. Yeah. Um, sorry, a little sarcasm there earlier. But um, <laughs> I think talking about collaboration just means now how are we going to work better? It yeah. this this new agile way of working, this new world world of work, whatever. Those are all they've served their purpose. They've gotten us to where we're at, and now it's how do we work better? And you know, the other thing that I'm really uh, excited to explain to people is um, that governance and user experience shouldn't be two completely separate efforts. That yeah. governance and user experience need to be, those committees, which are different sets of people, need to work together. And the, and the closer you can get them working together, even if it's on the same project team, the, 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 the better your user adoption will be, the, the quicker you'll find return on investment, the, the, the quicker your users will be able to work more. And so I really think that helping a company understand that the IT folks who worry about governance and security and the user experience folks to think about corporate communities and they need to be on the same committees. Yeah. Uh, and and I, think, I think that is one of the steps towards getting people to work together faster yeah I, yep. i'm i'm um, i know we're I, I know we're going uh covering something there's one more thing really fast and that is that when somebody's migrated i think the another important thing that's been on my mind how fast can you once they've migrated to office 365 which the migration this is still told how alive and well the migration business is I don't think Microsoft, I, I, I never hear about it from Microsoft anymore, although I'm sure their fast track business is continuing to grow. But the migration business is still crazy uh, popular. Yeah. And But then after somebody's migrated, how long does it take before they can start to think about their next level up? And and trying to reduce that time is, 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 up, is high on my mind right now. And I'd yeah. be curious to hear what you guys think. But but I think there's such a change in their processes once they've migrated to Office 365 that getting them to think about, okay, now how do we how do we move ahead again? How do we jump ahead again? And shortening that time is something that that is fun to, to talk about when you're, you know, after the project's done and you're at dinner with the client. Figuring out how to accelerate that is 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 pretty is pretty significant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, it's interesting you say that. I, I think for us, what we've learned recently and how we're approaching this year with our migration projects, especially the Jive, the SharePoint migrations that oh yeah, fairly popular, um, where we used to do the migration and then say, what can we do to improve your digital workplace or improve your and work stepping back and saying that shouldn't be the question we ask after the migration it's a question we ask before the migration and how do we incorporate a target that's highly collaborative um, versus just getting the content over and that's a, a big change for us to say we we want to talk about your your digital workplace first and i know that that term is you know it's a marketing term 
it really doesn't talk about business value, but it's the term that people use today that we're all, quote, talking about the same thing. But in that work stream of talking about the digital workplace, it's all about, for us, work together better. So it's interesting that you said, you know, work better. And, and, And that's what we care about. We care about impact that we're not just saying we're checking the box that we got your content over, but that content can be just as valuable or more valuable in this new platform. And we're trying to move it to, it's not you preserved your content, you didn't lose it. We're moving it to your content is more valuable now because we thought about how you're going to collaborate with it before we move it. And that's exciting to us because that's where we want to be. we migrations are just a means to the end we feel like if we do the migration we're part of that conversation of how do you improve collaboration but we're doing it in a very late fashion we were kind of migrating waiting a year later actually that takes some patience Hold on, you know, don't just jump out uh, and focus just on the Talk about how we're going to provide value with that content. So you get more excited about it. There's a bigger impact when the content is finally moved. Yeah. Yep. 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 So that, I think you're, you're thinking and caring about some similar things that we are that uh, migrations are, are popular. It's, it's, it's almost overcoming. What we do is a core with collaborative solutions, um, but we feel that you know we're just in that phase of where clients are today. We're just trying to get content over there, and people have held out for much longer than we expected. Um, yeah. But we're seeing a, a lot of organizations finally making that move. <laughs> Well, guys, I, I think we could probably talk for hours about this. It's almost like I feel like I could say, okay, collaboration, ready, talk. We could probably go for quite a long time. But um, unless, if there are any sort of last um, things to wrap up on, uh, Owen, that you'd like to mention, uh, just to, to put a button on this? Any? You know, um, one of the questions you asked is uh, if there's – any uh, particular books about collaboration that that I've really enjoyed, and I wanted to give a call out to um, to the collaboration books that Michael Sampson has written. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Michael Sampson, but he's at michaelsampson.net, and he's written a couple of a number of good books about collaboration. And I've enjoyed almost every one of them except for that one. Michael knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, but uh, but but those those are great. Uh, books about collaboration, and they've served as models for uh, for for the work that I'm trying to do for uh, here at Zones. That's great. Well, I'll put um I'll put a link to those uh, in in this in the show notes for this. I'll look those books up. I haven't read them, but it gives me something to read now, so I appreciate that. That's you know, there's there's one called Collaboration Roadmap, which okay. is very very usable, and there's another one called uh, Reimagining Productive Work with Office 365. Okay. And it and it is it is like a, it is like a workshop that you can do with customers and that you can build right on top of. So I would I would recommend both of those to you. That's great. Is there one that you would start with over the other, or is there, which one would you recommend to start with? 
if you're trying to figure out how to teach somebody about Office 365, go to the reimagining productive work. Okay. And if you have a client and you're trying to say, all right, now how do we up-level their collaboration or how do we figure out how to replace some of their tools or, 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 or how should we prioritize the work that we've identified, then go with the collaboration roadmap. Wonderful. Awesome. Great advice. That's, that's perfect. Um, thank you so much, Owen, for your time. It's great staying connected through the years, and um, we really appreciate your ongoing relationship. And it's good to, just good wish, to stay just in wish touch. You the best. It is very good to stay in touch. We yeah, let's you. write another white paper. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. Um, Have a great day. Great. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Tommy, for, for jumping on as well. Sure thing. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye.